Uh, so Austin, I, I hear you have some thoughts about sand. Yeah, of course. It's <laughs> irritating. No, it gets it's everywhere. You can't everywhere. do that. Um, <laughs> so Sean is currently using the mic stand. So we have road microphones that are very nice. Wait, don't put me on the spot. The road microphones. <laughs> I are very agree. Nighting, it is his fault. But they're very heavy. They weigh like two and a half pounds. Uh huh. And I I paired those with Amazon Basics microphone stands that are not very good at holding up <coughs> one pound, let alone 2.5 pounds. So I started looking into sandbags on Amazon to put, because that's what you use for yeah. lighting if you're doing like photography. Or, yeah. yeah. And these fuckers, <laughs> it says in the in the description on Amazon. So by like, the pound. Yeah, it's like, these are five pounds. And then I'm like, cool. And then I go to look at them, and it's just a cloth bag with a plastic bag inside. That you fill yourself? You have to buy the sand separately. <laughs> so like, Oh, it's a five-pound bag. It doesn't weigh five it pounds. It holds five pounds, but I also have to buy five pounds of sand. <laughs> Get your own sand. Yeah, I mean, and that, dirt, sand's everywhere, man. You're just going to start. Yeah, go, it's go just, a, just a day digging. trip to the beach. The same <laughs> thing happened. I was, looking, I was looking for a new pillow, and they were like, here's the... Oh, that's like that all the time, where it's just cases? Yeah. yeah. No, no, not a pillow case. It's a pillow lining. You have to buy the memory foam separately. And then they still bags uh, of shredded foam. That's, I how also, that's how they get you. And then because I was looking at that, I also found stuffed animals that you have to fill yourself, which that's is... That's just work. Hilarious. <laughs> I got sand for you if you need it. Yeah? Yeah, because you know that umbrella that's on my deck? Oh, mm -hmm. I really thought this was going to be a setup for, like, a joke. No, no, literally. <laughs> if you need sand, okay, right? It's in his pockets right now. What perverse like, way are you going <laughs> to twist sand and make it into a joke? You guys got to get your mind out of the gutter, you know? There's a conversation about sand and sand alone. Uh, no, that, that umbrella, it required 200 pounds of sand. and they 200? They and they're sold in 50-pound bags, and my parents also had a little bit of extra, so it's like I got literally just a bucket of sand in the, the shed. Cool. Listen, your your if you parents need sand, I know a guy <laughs> yeah. sitting right next to me. Your parents brought extra sand to the party? And also, if you yeah. need a truck, I know a guy. <laughs> a truck? Yeah. yeah, to transport the sand. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know a guy, too. His name's Lowe's. I need a truck full of sand. Does the truck come with gas, or you got to find that yourself? Yeah. No, you got to buy that and fill it yourself as well. <laughs> so. I don't know. I just thought it's like, you look on Amazon, and they're like, here's a, f you know Amazon? You're like, here's a four-pack of sandbags, and you're like, they're like $25, and you're like, okay, that's not the worst price, and then you're like, wait, it's four cloth bags. That's not... How much do you think it costs to ship for that? Well, you I cut up a t-shirt and lined it with plastic, <laughs> and you're charging me $25? No, yeah. The stuffed animal thing is funny because, like, Build-A-Bear is a thing, but when you... There's, like, supposed to be a sense of wonder when you when you go there, not just, like, an incomplete product. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to start a Build-A-Bear workshop, but for sandbags. Build-A-Sand? Yeah, you can, like, you can get, like, a Darth Vader sandbag. <laughs> <laughs> And fill it with the. There's a sand machine in the back, and you, you ever do build a bear? Um, oh my god! Like so long ago, it's horrifying. <laughs> I've never done it before. They're like, "What do you want to do?" And you're like, "I want to make like, cause I the time I did a uh, build a bear was I got a flyers bear wearing like a flyers jersey and stuff, mm -hmm. and they're just like, so I was old. I wasn't a kid. <laughs> I was like, maybe eighteen, nineteen, and it's just they just you just get this. Deflated <laughs> sack bear, and then they just put a, a skin metal sack. tube up its yeah. asshole. Yeah, yeah. And then just <laughs> fill it with with the stuff, mm -hmm. 
it's it's a horrifying experience i can't imagine being a kid and having fun (laughs) they're like do you want it to make noise and they stick like a little (laughs) microchip in its foot yeah yeah no they do that first now do you want it to feel do you want it to feel they take a human heart and stick it in the center (laughs) yeah Uh, all right, so um, I think I feel comfortable saying after the past few years that we've earned our place here in speaking about the near-endless industry-related controversies surrounding the use of in-game violence, whether it be a part of the mechanics or narrative. Thing is, though, it almost always seems to tell a similar story with a similar outcome. It typically revolves around the glorification of guns and freedom of choice and open-world crime titles, etc., etc. It's tired. Our opinions of that stuff <laughs> pretty well known at this point. Uh, we often try to approach the topic with thoughtful analysis and deconstruction through intention as well as context. Although sometimes there are other instances where all you can really do is just fucking laugh. Uh, issues that get reported on that are so goddamn outlandish that it only the only meaningful response from every sane party involved is either to mock it or become embarrassed by it. A notable example of this happened back in 05, and no, I'm not referring to previous subject, uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, uh, despite that too being crazy overblown. Uh, Of course there you could sort of see how shit went down. This was on a much more specific type of backlash, one that we until recently have never discussed before, and one uh, we likely won't uh, ever again. Uh, I'm talking cannibalism. Uh, Are video games teaching your kids to eat each other? Let's find out. This is Hot Button, continuing on with our 2021 Halloween series. I'm Randall Beatrice, here with Austin Blakesley, mm. Sean Chambers, you, and Matt Nudaboom. Zug Zug. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I forgot to do my Halloween intro. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that thing you hang up outside your house. <laughs> Everybody uh, eat lunch. Uh, yeah, I had Taco Bell. I had McDonald's. <laughs> All right. Which is the furthest thing from actual meat you can get <laughs> without getting into vegetarian food. <laughs> so yeah, it, it goes without saying that today is going to be a bit on the sillier side. I thought it would be a good palate cleanser in between our first and third more heavier episodes. <laughs> as fascinating as they are, and as jokey as we can make them. Uh, plus this will be a shorter ep, a bite-sized one if you will. Nice. <laughs> Uh, oh, like, like eating people. I get it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're making me so mad with those bad jokes. I want to eat your face off. <laughs> you guys ready? Yeah, yeah. hold on. Let yeah. me just hold on. I just got to take my bath salts right now. Yeah. Just like get ready, really in the mood for this. No, Matt. Oh. Rookie move. I understand you're new to this. You have to take the bath salts at least 30 to 45 minutes before the episode oh, starts. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's probably going to kick in right when everything's finishing. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're just going to have to deal with your angry ass. <laughs> You mean you mean the man that sold them, that sold them to me was lying to me? He said they were kicking quick. <laughs> uh, so on November 29th, 2005, ironically following Thanksgiving, an advocacy group known as the uh, the National Institute on Media and the Family released a Nymph. <laughs> yes <Nymph. laughs> released a quote. 12 games to avoid list. Uh, okay, so while drawing attention to uh, the adult content featured in them. I'm going to Google this. I <laughs> no, wanna... don't Google it. Uh, no, no, no. Just because I think I hate them. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm going to get into them. So you Okay, can... you can go. They're right. very conservative. I, I just want to say the second 
any sort of advocacy group has the word family in it, like they're a family advocacy, yeah. you know it's just a bunch of pearl clutchers. You know whatever they're talking oh, yeah, about of course. is way below. It's like, oh, the family, okay. <laughs> you aren't personally offended, but heaven forbid someone think of the children. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and many of the stuff... Uh, like on this list were of the typical ilk that we've seen before. However, a pair in particular stood out among the rest. Before we get into that though, what you say we dig a little deeper into the origins of where exactly these uh overprotective clowns came from. Mm-hmm. These these nymphs as uh, <laughs> a <laughs> You got you got addresses? <laughs> well, uh they were a nonprofit F- founded by psychologist and writer David Walsh in 1996. Uh, they were based out of Minneapolis, and their mission was to, quote, monitor mass media for content that was deemed harmful to children and families. Um, if only there was, like, a bunch <laughs> of industry groups that already did this. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, I'm thinking, like, they could give, like, m- movies ratings, yeah, telling yeah. parents not to bring their kids to it, or, like, games ratings telling or like a label on an album that says like hey parental <laughs> advisory just off the top of my head uh parental advisory don't buy this for your children No, they were the first it's, this is totally original okay, yeah um, see the problem with that solution is then the parents have to spend time actually learning about this stuff they buy their children it would yeah. be much better if they could just buy anything off the shelf throw them in front of a tv and then never have to deal with them ever again okay <laughs> these these people care these people just want to prevent their children from viewing violent behavior. They actually hate their children. They don't want to spend any amount of time with them. That sounds like conservatives. So they they categorized themselves as a, I got another quote. Um, I think this was on their website. uh, As an international resource center for cutting edge uh, research and information. Is that long form for huge assholes? (laughs) Time wasters? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, that I mean, this last part is just like a just it's just little life straight up lie. Little life lesson for, I'm sure everybody in the room knows this maybe, but for our listeners out there, if uh, if any organization has the term institute in their name, <laughs> they're assholes. So you're right. <laughs> they're conservative assholes who want you to think they're doing research when they're really just. Pearl clutching, like Matt said. <laughs> yeah, pearl clutching. Yeah. That makes sense because I went to Stevens Institute and they were the biggest assholes of all. <laughs> nah, just joking. I like you, Stevens. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Steven himself is listening. Yeah. Um, now, as Austin has mentioned, the they were obviously not the uh, the earliest nor the last organization that aimed to do this, um, but they were vocal. Uh, they had their own community outreach arm with staff and sponsors who would speak at various educational and religious meetups across the country, mm. uh, Walsh himself often attending. Uh, they would publish annual, quote, video game report cards that detailed the marketing, distribution, and impact of games in relation to minors. This, of course, leading to their open criticism of the ESRB, uh, giving them grades uh, in regards to how they perceived their regulation efforts were going. Hmm. <laughs> in their packets, they oh, periodically could have a decent note here and there, uh, such as the scarcity and pointlessness of the adults-only rating, although the majority of their complaints were usually woefully unfounded. Uh, so much so that even the U.S.'s National Parent Teacher Association denounced their assessments, claiming that they did not support or endorse them or their uh, erroneous reporting. <laughs> With that in mind, let's get to the naughty list. Now, I'll save those two biggies for last, uh, but here's what else we've got um, compiled with them. 
How many games was this? 12? 12. 12 games to avoid or to, with your children or whatever? Yeah. Okay. That they that they felt the adult materials in them went too far. Ooh. Um, so. The 12 games of Nymphmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love Sweet. that song. <laughs> uh, so they're horrible at what they do. Because here's the thing. I don't care. <laughs> if your kids play Grand Theft Auto, as long as you're a good parent and explain, it's fine. They only found twelve. Yeah, that seems actually. Yeah, low. so it does, doesn't it? And um, and it's and what year is this? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Um, but I, they are. I think this was okay. only for that window of like two years. Um, or Still, just just for two thousand five. But I played video games for most of my life. I could probably name off the top of my head more than 12 violent games that came out in 2004 and 2005. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it could, well, that's the thing. Once I run through these, they're, they're going to seemingly almost appear random uh, when you consider what was left out. Like they went into a target and went, that looks violent. Yes, that looks violent. exactly. That looks yeah. violent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there was Far Cry 1. Mm-hmm. Presumably for violence. It's going to get so much worse, guys. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Same with a couple other entries such as Doom 3. Okay. Um, Satan mm-hmm. makes sense. There was also a focus on titles with settings themed uh, on like gang violence, um, you know, rebellion and social uprising against the man. Mm. Oh no! I can. Do you think? Can you think of any games in two thousand four, two thousand five that had gang violence in them? I can't think of any. Well, there was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you had uh, Rock Stars, the Warriors. Okay, okay. sick. Um, Urban Rain Riot Response, which Austin, awesome. didn't we actually play that just wait, recently? Urban, urban Chaos? Yeah. Yeah. No, wait, it says Urban Rain. I wonder if it's called. Oh, no, wait. They... Urban Rain is a Namco game? <laughs> urban Rain. Of the of the 12, this was the one I was the least familiar. Okay, hold on. With, urban um... Rain, you, I think you combined two names because Urban Rain. Did, no, this is their list. Unless if, if there were two names combined, that's on them. <laughs> I can see them getting easily confused. <laughs> yeah. Either uh, it has to be Urban Rain. Which one was that dope shooter made by the Arkham guys? That was Urban Chaos. Okay, this wasn't. Maybe that. it's a typo. It's either Urban Rain or Urban Chaos, but I think Urban Chaos came out in two thousand and six. No, that couldn't have been it. Because maybe is... maybe Urban Rain is the follow up where after you've brought down society, now you're like ruling society, and slowly as you try and rebuild society in your image, you become the very thing you wanted to hate and tear down before. It's got a very <laughs> deep message. Urban Chaos Riot Response was released in June 2006, so it's probably Urban Rain. Oh, okay. Which was a beat 'em up made by Namco and developed by the Soul Calibur team. Apparently, I did not. Oh, know Oh shit! Existed. Well, we gotta find yeah. that. All right, sorry. I I I read Urban Rain, but I did flip because Urban Chaos. Um, that was still th- that gen though. Yeah. Yeah. PS2, Xbox. So that also all y'all out there, if you still got an Xbox or a PS2, and you want a really fun, ridiculous first-person <laughs> shooter. Yeah. Made by people with a pedigree, because yeah. it's the it's rock steady. That game fucking rules. It's pretty and awesome. It's so politically incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> yes. In this day and age, is. but it's God. That packaged hilarious. well with the fucking narc reboot that we looked mm-hmm. at. Um but uh moving on, uh we have a uh, True Crime New York City was on there. Uh a yeah. damn disappointing sequel with an absolutely killer soundtrack. Yeah, it does. Um and those former two I I like I believe you are in the role of a cop, by the way. I mean, I know you are in, in New York in True Crime New York City, yeah. but I don't know about Urban Rain. Um, 
I the the cover had a like a a dude in riot gear, so I thought. But uh, Doom Three is a surprising inclusion, specifically because you kill demons in that. If you really think about it, the violence is against like right. sin. <laughs> it's no, like the ultimate violence against sin is prayer. <laughs> not so you're uh, not shooting guns. You're shooting guns in this. Yeah, you can't be, you know, not fight violence with violence. You have to oh, pray that, it away. Is that a thing? What did, did did anybody make a Doom mod where you're a priest and you just bless them instead of yeah, you just splash holy water be, on them? I yeah. mean, there was already the Super Noah's Ark 3D, or that's what that was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that was no, you, that was uh, you putting animals to sleep with food to get them on the Ark. And uh, to get them on the Ark, yeah. Right. And it was a Wolfenstein mod. Oh yeah, right. that yeah. and Shex Quest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so next in fellow fashion is Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories. Um, no San Anne on here. I guess they thought that was already covered. <laughs> um, God of War. That had the gore and the sex. Mm. Um, and heathen heathenism. It's about <laughs> Greek mythology. That's yeah. true. Uh, the comedic foul mouth, but somehow less profanity filled than the N64 original, Conquers uh, Live and Reloaded okay. remake. Um, poop. Talking poop. Singing poop. Um, this spot stuck out to me a little, uh, blitz the league. Gonna say that had to be due to the football players juicing on steroids and hiring sex it's workers. It's also like a, yeah. If the prostitutes. Game, this game is vulgar. What a fuck. What a game. Like, yeah. <laughs> and doesn't, didn't that also have, uh, like mortal combat style x-rays when mm -hmm. you tackled people, you could see like them get head injuries. I may have told this story on the podcast testicle before, shatter and stuff. but those of you that don't know, Blitz the League was made after the every other person besides EA lost the NFL license. Yeah. And so 2K's response to that was to just stop making football games. Uh, and a, I guess this would have been a claim at the time made Blitz the League. Was it? I feel I like it, you're right. Well, I thought it was THQ. Might have been THQ. Because didn't that come up on our... I think but, it was uh, THQ. Their response was to make a satire of the NFL where all of your <laughs> you had to stop your players from doing drugs and hiring prostitutes and then if you got hurt, if a player got hurt you could choose to bench them or inject them full of steroids to keep them going <laughs> it is it is such a good satire yeah. of such a shitty that league sounds, that sounds like entertainment right yeah. there yeah these developers it sounds like they came up with this idea after like a long cocaine binge <laughs> so, a little comical there yeah uh. Uh, so this is where it gets weird, because that was 9. 10, interestingly enough, is Resident Evil 4. Mm. Um, like, I know the enemies maybe don't attempt to devour you as much as the prior outings, but res it, it's Resident Evil, probably the most cannibal-infused franchise in all of gaming. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, these losers probably just didn't play enough of it. Um, Are zombies eating people cannibalism? Yeah, we'll get there. Question. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Asked. Yeah, I guess. Okay. I'm glad you asked that question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because our main meat uh, shows uh, ah. human flesh getting munched on literally in the opening cutscenes. I'm talking about two titles near and dear to my heart, especially as a, you know, hungry 16 year old. <laughs> Fear or First Encounter Assault Recon. I want to go back a second. If you want to get slicker about it. What did you mean it. by Hungry 16? <laughs> yeah, I actually... I, I was All a chubby right. kid. Okay. Yeah, Hungry for... Still didn't answer my question. <laughs> yeah. We're did you, in high school, did you or did you not eat human flesh? <laughs> what we're getting at. Yeah. Um, and then, Stubbs the Zombie in Rebel Without a Pulse. 
What a game. Yeah. I love that game. Uh, them both rounding out the Dirty Dozen. They also curiously left out tons of other popular qualifiers from the o- from 05. That'd be fitting. Um, like San Andreas? Released that year. No, San Andreas was 04 first on PS2, right? Like the, the end and then 05. Is I thought you said it was two years though. Well, that Far Cry 1 came out in 04. That's what I'm saying. But I don't know if any other game did in that is that the, it te- oh, maybe they're wait talking a about Far Cry? Instincts. I bet they're talking about the uh, they're talking the the Xbox port of Far Cry. Far Cry Instincts. Oh, that was Instincts. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, because every- that was 05. Okay. Yeah. Everything everything else on here it was it was 2005. Because Far Cry Instincts was one of those games that was cross gen. It was on Xbox. It, and they then put later out 360, on 360 version. Yeah. yeah. See, the only qualifier for these games is these are the ones that the. They saw their children play. They didn't actually do any Maybe. other research. They just they're just like they just went through their kids' but, library and was like, "This looks violent." But you could make the argument that they forgot the Getaway, the Punisher game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no Mortal Kombat Deceptions uh, or Shaolin Monks. They were both 05. Uh, no SWAT four. No Raises Hell. No Killer Seven. Despite despite that getting uh, some controversy, as well as Indigo Prophecy. Oh, yeah. um, uh, no Fatal Frame three. Uh, not even condemned criminal origins, uh, which, like, yeah, yeah. These 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 people's kids were so lame. They're like <laughs> fake gamers. They're playing, They're playing all the, urban like, rain. Yeah. <laughs> you're all you're listening to all the good shit, and I'm glad they didn't go after that because I leave it alone. It's also that's you've named like four great games. In <laughs> the National Institute on Media and Family, uh, Media and the Family. Sorry, we're bizarrely selective. Um. But what statement did they have to go with this? Most importantly, what exactly made Fear and Stubbs sit in a separate league of their own? Uh, It's, quote, something we've never seen before, said President Walsh. Um, That games are more extreme and more uh, easily available to underage kids than ever. Uh, Which, neither is true. Um, I doubt he ever sat down with the F&V stuff of the 90s, right? Um, uh, That shit is way more brutal than anything on this list. He then goes on to call out our dual topics of choice above the rest in reference to the personal research that their org did when they discovered gameplay footage of our favorite traveling salesman turned undead protagonist chowing down on some small town citizens brains along with the opening cinematic. Uh, it's like the, the first cutscene of Fear's campaign where psychic antagonist Paxton Fettel slashes a security officer's throat while then after consuming pieces of the corpse. I like to imagine uh, personal research is just him standing in his living room, or I'm sorry, in his kitchen, staring in his <laughs> living room, like peering around a wall, watching his kid play from like 20 <laughs> feet away and just like, you know, stalking on his kid. Because like, it's funny because like Stubbs kicks off too. Like, isn't it like the couple's eating like a hot dog and he just comes through the, like, and he just immediately bites the kid's head. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we're talking like less than 90 seconds into these. Like, I don't know how much... Like they use the word research and it's like No, yeah, I think I think Sean's definition of research. He definitely had like a little notepad by him, like yeah. written oh, stuff. Oh, don't like that. Oh, yeah. oh, he's got yeah. a pair of binoculars and he's like <laughs> No, it's the same thing of like they just read about it and then look up videos. It's like that famous Fox News video. Oh, with, the, with the Mass Kelly. Effects one? Yeah. It's like Mass Effect is a sex simulator. And Jeff <laughs> Kelly's like, No, it's not. What are you talking about? Yeah, I was just thinking about how or, <laughs> Yeah, I was just trying to think like how how much of this content that they found could be found in a trailer and just in like a one minute. No, long... you're right, absolutely. 
<laughs> I mean, Stubbs' trailer definitely has cannibalism, big air quotes there in it, because it's a fucking zombie game. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like a, what do you call it, Night Trap, when uh, the director asked the, what, which congressman was, like, well, have you actually played the game? He's like, I don't need to. It's oh, like, yeah. well, no, you kind of do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That, it, that, it sucks, because, like, those types of uh, exchanges are still happening. Like, it, yeah. it's, it is it is bizarre how it's, like, it seems like people never really learn that it's just, like, if you hear about something controversial and you just immediately don't like it, it's like, well, maybe investigate it real quick and see if nah, the claims are true. It's like, yeah. No, it's yeah. smut. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. Uh, a thing I do find humorous between these two samples is the drastic divide in tone between them. Yeah. For those who may not be familiar, Stubbs the Zombie is a colorful, campy third-person action game set in an alternate 1950s rural America, except dressed a with town, a retro sci-fi aesthetic. In a town called Punchbowl. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Punchbowl. Yeah, that's what the name of the town in Stubbs is. It runs on the Halo engine and has couch co-op for any of you Randalls out there. Uh, the bloody combat is super over-the-top to the degree of parody. Not to mention its cutesy album of licensed music, hosting several indie alternative bands from the 2000s, uh, covering various pop music of the era. You can just say it. It's fucking wonderful and everyone should listen to it. The best game soundtrack ever made. (laughs) I stand by it. it. I remember remember it has Lollipop on it. Yeah. 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 What do you call it? Yeah, Mr. Sandman, Earth Angel. Oh, it's got Earth Angel. Yeah, Yeah. by Death Cab. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And who, oh, I gotta listen uh, to this, my yeah. boyfriend's back by the Ravenettes. The Ravenettes? Yeah. Uh, who's uh, Mr. Sandman is? Uh, I think it's Oranger. Oranger. Because um, there's also Rogue Wave uh, does Buddy Holly. Like no, it's... they did Every Day. Yeah, Every Day was a Buddy Holly song. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you were thinking of the Wii. <laughs> I'm dumb. Continue. If they would have just given this game a shot and listened to the the soundtrack, it would have taken them back to their younger yeah. days. <laughs> And then maybe they could see past all of the cartoonish, you know, very fake right? and like fantasy world of zombies eating people. Who did Lollipop? Um, shoot, I forgot. Mm. I think it was a solo artist. But yeah, I know like Flaming Lips are on there. They did um, if I only had a brain. Yeah, who was the? Uh, I know now we're just running through this whole thing. Yeah, Clem Snyder. Who was the? Um, uh, I think the Walkman, and then. Mm-hmm. What was the band that Jason Schwartzman used to Phantom Planet? I couldn't Phantom remember. Planet, yeah. Um, but all of this. Contrasted against Fear, a first-person horror shooter that primarily takes place in now-near-future, dingy facilities loaded with oppressive soldiers and psychological visions of the twisted paranormal. There's intense shootouts inspired by the John Woo classic Hard Boiled, while the creepier imagery came from the likes of Japanese cinema. It's fast, fun as fuck, Mm. and occasionally very terrifying. Um, Love Fear. Yeah, fear the rules. Distant future, the year two thousand. Well, actually, no. Uh, yeah, fear takes place in twenty twenty two. Oh shit, that's <laughs> next year. <laughs> yeah. oh, Only a couple on. months away, you guys. We gotta stop recording. Go get ready. Uh, yeah, these releases couldn't be further from each other in terms of vision. Uh, in fact, they all they really shared in common. Uh, was the inclusion of characters that ate people. Yeah, people eating people. (laughs) A very common horror thing. Yeah. Like, really, the only thing they share in common is that they're both horror fiction. It makes no fucking sense why Resident Evil wasn't lumped in with those two. Yeah. Yeah, Um, no, absolutely. uh, (laughs) Resident, as somebody who played both, Resident Evil 4 features way more people eating than (laughs) Stubbs the Zombie does. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, Stubbs the Zombie, you're just, you're, you're chomping on... 
heads to get like you're eating brains yeah, and then yeah, they, okay. you, you know, you're commanding them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So and it's like sweet, juicy brains. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what do wait? What do like the waivers they give out in like, uh, like in church? I don't know. I don't I've never been. So, but the wafers, <laughs> what is it supposed to? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What is that supposed to? Uh, body he, of Christ? Oh, it, oh so you're don't, almost... Don't look at me. I have no You're idea. almost kind of like... Eating the body of Christ? Eating Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. If only they could have spun that. <laughs> Do I smell some hypocrisy? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> hypocrisy and conservative think? I don't think so. <laughs> well, that's... Like you said, Austin, we know for certain that these were not the earliest examples of it being an element of a game's plot. Uh, look at I Have No Mouth that we dug into last week. Uh, at least in Stubbs, you are assuming the role of a quote-unquote cannibal, I guess. Because, like, th- the thing was, this made for, um, like, bullet points that weren't found in previous attacks on gaming. Right. Honestly, the biggest factor in this crusade is that it wasn't commonplace yeah. in the media. Listen, zombies gotta um, eat, too. Are they advocating for uh, zombie star- starvation? <laughs> like like you said, it, it, it wasn't horror, but I guess not on a wider scale i don't know and i mean why would it be uh so the like the to walsh the cannibal angle he spun was new um parents and politicians were only periodically invested in the war on game violence when it got the right platform boost otherwise it was travel ground what would ring louder to the masses than the like the moral panic than than this um you know what? I got to give him credit. It is actually kind of clever. Lots of people have like have beat on the violence drum, but yeah. you're right. Cannibalism was a new one. No one ever. No, I didn't like really. It uh-huh. was just like you, uncharted you know. territory. And yeah. it, it was taboo, but not too taboo. Uh, That's and it, true. And it was dumb enough that the headline would grow. It was perfect. Yeah, this is true. When you think you, about it, human flesh is a sometimes treat. You know, it's like <laughs> not too taboo. Yeah. And you know what? It worked. Hot Button alumni and Democratic Center of Connecticut, as well as infamous wet blanket, Mr. Joseph Lieberman, oh. was the first to comment on the matter. Douche. <laughs> Even speaking in solidarity with the Institute's officials at an upcoming press conference to spread the awareness, stating, quote, it's just the worst kind of message to, uh, to kids. And they can be dangerous to children's health. Both clumsy rhetorics that we have had to... I'm in time again. Say isn't true. Um, I feel like I feel like you know what you guys are gonna eventually get enough content that people are gonna like. Even though it's a serialized format, they're gonna start doing like the deep lore of Hot Button. Be like <laughs> Lieberman was mentioned on this. Like you guys are building a cast of characters that you guys oh, yeah. Have, yeah yeah that you just bring. Yeah, bring we need like a wiki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so his his talking points go on to be more uh, contrived and wrote. Uh, the single standout being that he supposedly wasn't a fan of the red blood splattering on the screen and stubs. Um, you know, I bet. Wow, just that game, though. <laughs> Not all the other games where blood comes on the screen. Uh, clips of what else was on the list were then shown to attendees, including a rampage in true crime, which uh, a tad of a strange pull since they're doing that is the opposite of what you're told to do in that game. Like, you're you actively get punished for it. The, in the true crime games? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. correct, yeah. Uh, they're, they're not they're not like built even for the same type of chaos that uh, Grand Theft Auto is. That is, you know what, that's actually a 100% good point. You are <laughs> actively punished for being a bad cop. Well, it's a, it's a very common in these research groups when it comes to video games. It's very common that these, these groups are built 
around the idea of kids being exposed to fiction. Mm-hmm. And it's very surface level. And so when it comes to video games, a lot of them are used to like coming after songs and coming after movies, which you all experience the same way. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. very often leave player agency out of it entirely. Yeah. It's the same thing with the Mass Effect thing. It's the same thing with you all can of the do this. All of the controversy that GTA has gotten. Yeah. It's like these games are just sandboxes that allow you to do whatever you want, well, good or bad, and then they levy punishment against you accordingly. Yes. I mentioned this in a, but, a previous mm. episode, but the I think the one redeeming joke in the Postal series is that the tasks that you are given are mundane and and innocent. Mm-hmm. So it's like all of the like running around peeing on people and blowing everyone up. You're not told to do that. You're you're instructed to go to like the grocery store and get milk. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what game was this? Postal. Postal. I've never played. I did At least one that. and two, you know. No, Postal 3 is a nightmare. Yeah. So um, actually, two specifically. I actually that. didn't know that. That yeah. actually makes it like, that almost makes it into an artistic statement where it's like the game is just about doing mundane shit. It's the players who. Yeah, it's who, like, who, yeah. you're like, the sick. Uh, yeah, like you're falling the down where it's like, <laughs> all you got to do is just go to work and yeah. do your regular task. And it's like, but people are so annoying. And here's a shotgun in case you want to get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> get them out of your way. <laughs> Exactly. So wait, the true crime game, you're punished for uh, well, inciting like mass murder. Well, you're and a poli- like you're a police officer, right? So if you start killing uh, civilians, innocent. like yeah, innocent people, when I say it's not built for it, it's like you can steal any. Well, I, it's, you're not stealing; you're taking uh, you're commandeering. commandeering. You can commandeer any vehicle, and because it's still a uh, you know has guns in it, you can shoot whoever. Right. But by doing that, it drastically drops your like internal moral like point levels so low that actually can fuck up your progression of the story. Hmm. Yeah, correct. it sounds like, oh, like uh, that game could be repurposed as a teaching tool for cops these days. <laughs> I was actually going to crack yeah, if only real <laughs> if only real cops had a more a moral point keeper thing. <laughs> I was going to crack a joke that'd be like, okay, so these people are against violent cops. It's like it's, it's like well, <laughs> yeah, I guess we are too. I don't know what the where, where are all the nymphs over cop violence these days. Yeah. No, they stand behind the boys in blue when it comes to... Uh, oh, yeah. But no, yeah. <laughs> so I will just say, actually, so yeah. So for True Crime, I specifically remember, I don't, I didn't play the sequel, but the first one... Um, first one's great. It's Leah Lanier Slider. So it's either you're, you're, you're either 0 to 100 good or 0 to 100 bad. Yeah, two of the same system. And the thing is, in order to get good cop points, okay, it's actually quite difficult because you basically need to chase down you need to solve you, crimes. you respond to like calls while you're while you're and you yeah. need to, and the thing is is like Traversing there's no the quick shortcut to end these crimes you need to chase them uh take them down and arrest them and that's one point but if you just drive down a sidewalk and hit five people that's minus five points so it's very quick to drop that bar to the yeah. lowest possible and the punishment is that uh yeah as randy mentioned if you don't have a certain amount of good karma by the time you get to certain branching points in the game you get the bad endings. Literally, yeah. you get the bad endings. So it's mm-hmm. like, you do need to, and it's like, it's work. You don't so even get like, rewarded for like shooting uh, criminals and like h- half the stuff that you need you're to arrest called, them. Yeah, you can't even, you can't kill them. Yeah. So. The more I learn about this game, the more funny it is. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd have the patience to do it these days because in high school I was like very thorough, but it's like, hey, it's all the very... branching paths of that initial game were yeah, pretty, it's, were pretty it's, rad. Yeah, it's tough. It's yeah, tough. it turns out being a moral gatekeeper for a community is a little bit of a rough job, but maybe we shouldn't give it to everybody. I'm done. And when other cops come and shoot you, they, they take you down fucking fast. So, um, yeah. so they then uh, they also uh, aired a uh, a brawl in the Warriors, 
that was presented. So not all the hate was on our ravenous buddies, uh, even though they had the heaviest emphasis. Soon after the meeting, a level-headed uh, Hal Halpin, well... Um, cool name. Call him HH for short. <laughs> <laughs> also, the Warriors, it's based on a movie. Yeah, I was just about yeah. to say that. From, like, the what? The 70s, right? Or 80s? I think 80s. It strikes me as very yeah. early 80s. Yeah. But sorry, I labeled him as being level-headed. That won't be the case for too long. But uh, I assume. For right now. Uh, so he was the runner of the Interactive Entertainment Merchant Association trade group. And uh, he, he defended the products uh, under fire that, and stated the obvious, uh, that everything uh, on their, their picks was already rated M. Um, the IEMA, yeah. by the way? Yeah. Uh, became the ESA. Yes. You can um, check out. We did a whole uh, a whole three parter on that. I think it, the formation of the ESA. That I think it might have just been two. Oh, okay. Um, well, yeah, but I, another good point that I, I was just I was going to mention is like, aren't these all M-rated games, anyways? Yes. Yeah. And are therefore are not able to be sold to minors younger than seventeen at practically every store outlet. Down downloading them without supervision wasn't an option yet. Um, he didn't even totally disparage the content itself. He just said, "quote." It's not appropriate for kids, and it uh, it is clearly labeled that way. There are R-rated movies and DVDs. So yeah, what's the uh, problem? Uh, yeah, he 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 spoke Idiots. up so the ESRB didn't have to deal with it. Uh, well, not yet. Not that it was outside of his duties, but still decent of him to do because they'll have infinitely bigger fish to fry in a few months when mm -hmm. the hot coffee happens. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, so he was helpful to them initially. And I'll, I'll return to that in a sec. Whatever. Um, the Institute did shoot back with a secret shopper survey claiming that 44% of the child buyers that were used um, were allowed to purchase mature stamped titles, uh, an increase from their 2007 study. Halpin then replied with how that 56% is much higher than other contemporary media formats, and that it was three times the number that it was in 2000, just five years ago. He also added the acknowledgement that further improvements needed to be done to ensure retailers were committed to enforcing the age restriction guidelines. And they seriously did. I'm fucking in my 30s and still get carded for games sometimes. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be real sad when that stops. But this wasn't enough for him, though, as he later called the uh, entertainment software board, quote, broken beyond repair. Don't know where that fuck came from. I vehemently disagree with that. Um, the best reason I could find was that he apparently had a plan to organize a summit in 06 in an effort to create a replacement rating system under his company. Uh, dude, this like, dude's such a boner. <laughs> yes. God, leave it alone. Yeah, good luck, guy. Uh, and also, like, quite the sharp turn from him being cool to having your own, like, manipulative agenda. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, I mean, he wasn't wrong in his evaluation that games as an art form were beginning to give bolder and more provocative experiences to enthusiasts than ever before, thus increasing the levels of adult materials such as violence, swearing, sex, gambling, or drug use. This in tandem with the continuous evolution of technology and, what you know, rendering things just more realistically. His mission to defuse the situation in the short term until his uh, reign over ratings could be achieved, I guess. His uh, evil master plan. Yeah, unfortunately fell apart when... Uh, 36 goddamn news organizations across the U.S. and Canada broadcasted the ridiculous notion out to the greater public. Now, parents everywhere would know what was truly going on in these blast of video games. How could you resist clicking on an article that begins with the word cannibalism in bold text? 
You can't. It's impossible. <laughs> Put it in front of me right now. I bet you I can, I can resist. Luckily, the uh, response from readers wasn't too aggressive. However, the influx of concerned emails did lead to the Stubbs developer team at Wideload to publish a cheeky statement of their own um, beneath the phrase, setting the record straight, for which I will go through verbatim. Yeah, I'm interested in hearing this. <laughs> Man, what a waste of time. These poor, these poor video game developers having to issue a statement to the to the public about their very unrealistic game and how it doesn't portray very realistic, you know, life situations. Yeah, and good on these guys. This is before the era of uh, cheeky Twitter accounds responding. Yeah, to yeah, customers. yeah. So it's like, all right, they actually did it before. Like <laughs> companies discovered it was safe to do. Yeah. Here we go. The current kerfluffle in the U.S. media about Stubbs the Zombie can be summed up in one word semantics Stubbs, they say is a cannibal this is nonsense as anyone with a working knowledge of cannibals can tell you Stubbs fails all the classic litmus tests for cannibalism he does not wear a bone through the nose he does not help fbi agents track down serial killers he has not written a cookbook he is not named <laughs> jeffrey dahmer the list goes on and on Stubbs is a zombie thus the title Stubbs the zombie <laughs> zombies eat brains that's what they do Stubbs cannot just saunter into the cafeteria and order a plate of freedom fries. He has to fight for his meals. In fact, actual cannibals only make it harder for Stubbs to eat, which is why this cannibalism story is insulting as well as injurious. Um, <laughs> there's no surprise that the all-human media cartel resorts to distortions and name-calling. Their anti-zombie bias has been <laughs> evident for decades, and Stubbs is just the newest target. If you're a thinking adult, you're probably ready to hear the other side of the story. You'll find it in Stubbs the Zombie in a Rebel Without a Pulse. In stores now for Xbox, PC, and Macintosh. <laughs> Don't let the humanity-centric media tell you what to think about zombies. A free mind is a tasty mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was what a, what a masterpiece of PR there. Yeah, I like that. That is. I was yeah. hoping for like you do without me the bone through the nose line, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was hoping for like a PS. Is it possible that the people orchestrating this have been been victims to Stubbs because it seems they are missing a brain. <laughs> that would have been, yeah, <laughs> that would have fit right in there. Meanwhile, no one over at Monolith Productions who created Fear understandably seemed to give enough of a shit about all, yeah. all these defamations to speak on it. Same with any other studio or publisher connected with those aforementioned titles on the warning list. Um, heck, even the ESRB stayed silent throughout the first few days of the controversy as well, at least until they were directly targeted. Um, they did nothing wrong, nor uh, were they threatened by the Institute or Halpin and his uh, premeditated scheme to overthrow them or whatever. I imagine, sorry to interject, oh, no, but I, I imagine that like early to mid-2000s Rockstar mm -hmm. just had like a weekly meeting oh, yeah. where they were just like, all right, the minutes from last week, uh, parents were upset again. Okay, <laughs> this week, they're still upset. Anyway, <laughs> we have games to make, so who fucking cares? <laughs> Like, they must have had, like, a who's, weekly meeting. Whose job uh, do you think it was there to, like, answer the phones? Or just, like, oh, like did they have, like, a separate line that just didn't go anywhere? Or just a trash full of letters? Just, from... Yeah, they routed it to an empty office, and they just kept <laughs> yeah. locked in. Yeah. yeah. And this was, yeah, this was before, this was before the... This, this is right before uh, I was gonna say Hot this, Coffee. I was gonna say this was before uh, the Twitter Brigade could just, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 could make it a... a Public outcry versus where you, just like, where you could put everything on the cyberpunk yellow. Um, yeah, yeah. 
It almost seems like hot coffee was like a response to this. It's like, <laughs> look, wait till these nerds see what we got cooking. <laughs> uh, but then on uh, this is December sixth, two thousand five, Nymph put out their yearly report card and assigned uh, the ESRB a failing F grade. Uh, this rightfully caused the organization to condemn their writings. They cited everything from inaccuracies to incomplete and misleading stats to omission of material facts. You know, tiny things like that. Wait, doesn't F stand for family? <laughs> like family approved? <laughs> Isn't it yeah. passed? A stands for asshole. <laughs> Reversed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were pissed, basically. And uh, it wasn't even the only occasion where they or other industry folks felt compelled to openly reject their bullcrap. The Institute, I mean. In 2003, Walsh proposed the coining of a neologism to fill what he saw as a gap in the English vocabulary. I want to give this guy a neologism. (laughs) Right in his fucking face. His new word? You guys are going to love this. Uh, Kilographic. Oh my oh, it's god! Tight. <laughs> Yo, let's make a Wait, studio can I and make name a it guess? that. Uh, yeah, go for is it. it like pornographic but with kill? <laughs> so did you have you heard of uh? Well, God, I forget his name. David something, the dude that trains cops. Oh boy, he has the only known expertise in killology. <laughs> what? Oh my god! Yeah, but, uh, god well, he I gave, hate... Did he give himself that? Of course. Well... <laughs> he also thinks ties look like dicks. <laughs> so. I hate <laughs> that's why he won't be wearing one. Yeah, I hate conservatives so much. All right, continue. God. Wow, it's like if you want to discredit a man in one sentence, <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? He thinks ties look like dicks. <laughs> All right, let's go find a new expert. Sounds like he's wrestling with some stuff internally, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, definitely. He definitely he definitely is a a big fan of the Richard Marchinko. The more homoerotic the insult, the better, you know? <laughs> It's just, uh, yeah, let's really nail it with the ball references. Yeah. And the references. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He defined the word as uh, quote graphic depiction uh, of brutal violence it was clearly intended to be analogous to the term pornographic like you said Austin not that anyone was buying it um the then head of the ESA Doug uh, Lowenstein um dis- which I do believe came up on your yeah. your episode uh, he described it as a clever phrase but otherwise thought it was dumb and that the average gamer was 28 and should be allowed to pick their entertainment I feel like Killographic, it reminds me of like a black and white grindhouse movie. It, yeah, yeah, it really does. Or like, you know, it's like how they have smellovision vision in like the bold <laughs> yeah, letters. Yeah. It says Killographic. Yeah, with exclamation point like bent out. Yeah. Listen, yeah, I like... hate this guy, but I love that term. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm changing you, my gamer tag should, when I get him. We should bring it back. <laughs> what happens when this small town is harassed by a serial killer? Killographic. <laughs> yeah, we're going to change. Hoppin's name is changed. We're now Killography Report. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, that stupid debate quickly died uh, along with this one. If anything, the ESRB were probably hoping by not inserting themselves more that this would eventually go away. And it did. They continue to grant interactive works with their proper labels while the government fucks off. Uh, the artists responsible um, for the smut <laughs> are still able to build what they want. Gamers get to play what they want. Families are left with the horrible burden of uh, judging whether or not a product is appropriate for their household. And that their institute, well, they closed their doors in 2009, following the public's acceptance of the ESRB pinning Nymph for their shallow political program of consumer welfare. Yeah, it makes sense. It's I think at least like you said, it's like 
these things always seem to come and go in waves. It's like there's just a new wave of outrage, and if it gains enough of a platform, then people jump jump on it, and then you know you give it a couple of years, people stop giving a shit. You know they yeah. moved on, so it's like also. Here's the interesting thing about this is something I forgot to bring up when we did our ESRB episode is that the ESRB is out of the content rating associations. So RIAA, MPAA, and then the, I guess the FCC is the one that does it for TV. And radio, I guess. Yeah. RIAA is radio. I got you. And then there's there's another one that branches off the RIAA that gives the parental advisory sticker. I forget their name, but- The ESRB is far and away the least yes. conservative of the content rating associations. That's why conservative. If you're wondering why conservatives are always coming after video games and not movies, uh-huh. that's why they don't like the ESRB. Because when we did our ESRB episode, it was very specifically the ESA's target was very specifically to not have government regulation, which, by the way, conservatives fucking love when you don't leave stuff in the hands of the government. So I don't know why they hate this, but I do know why they hate this. It's because they don't have control. So the MPAA is not a government organization. It is like basically a Christian family organization. Yes. The RIAA is not a government organization. It is a Christian family organization. That's why the ESRB's views are much more progressive. and And the ESRB is... Not the best at what they do, but yeah. they are far and away better than the MPAA yeah. and the RIAA. And or, the the reason, al- or the alternative of not existing at all. Yeah. Like, and the reason is because they are not a Christian family organization. Yeah. They're, they, they're a branch off of a lobbying group, a lobbying group fill, filled with people who aren't necessarily Christian conservatives. Yeah. So that's why... If you're wondering, that's why conservatives... They have a much more diverse team of raiders and... That's why conservatives are always coming after the ESRB. Yeah. Because the Christian family conservative groups don't have control over the ESRB. And that's why the games are always the devil. <laughs> and everything's... And leading to the decline of Western civilization. And listen, well said. <laughs> listen, say what you will about them closing their doors. I hear these guys run a mean Facebook group. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I bet you they run a lot of mean their, Facebook uh, groups. <laughs> <laughs> their assets were transferred to the Search Institute, and Dr. Welsh went to pen 10 books on raising children and adolescents, one being a top seller. He also appeared on an abundance of talk shows, 60 Minutes, Dateline, Good Morning America, had three specials on PBS, and... Get this, was in Hal's brother Spencer Halpin's own documentary titled Moral Combat, which now I like I gotta we check have to out. Watch yeah, that, I yeah. think Suppos- I've heard of that. Supposedly yeah. it features sit-downs with both sides of the discussion, including uh, Game Informer's Andy McNamara, designer American McGee, and many say to the film's detriment, our favorite disparred lawyer. Jack Thompson. Jack Thompson. Oh Hell my yeah. goodness. <laughs> Andy yeah. McNamara rules. Yeah. As does America McGree. To put a final nail in our outcry of cannibalism, however, Walsh was later interviewed on a podcast with Dennis uh, McCauley, owner of GamePolitics.com, stating that the Stubbs fiasco was not his fault and that it was gamers who tricked him into thinking he was a cannibal and not just a zombie. Uh, he didn't care to explain the how or why of that. I'm not taking responsibility okay, for so this like, moron. Okay, so like, yeah. So, um, are you gonna ask me the title of the game again? Because that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let me just everybody listening at home, 
if you can, pull up a window, and I want you to just pull up the box art for Stubbs the Zombie. <laughs> yeah. Look at the title of the game, which uh-huh. is called, by the way, Stubbs the Zombie <laughs> in Rebel Without a Pulse. Uh, An extra pun on top. And also, to... I want you to look at Stubbs' character model and how his skin <laughs> is bright green and his flesh is falling off. <laughs> And tell me uh, how this asshole. Some artists at Wide Load. Like, was this not obvious enough? <laughs> yeah. Wow. The guy that, like, they must have seen that and been like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> Man, he tried so desperately to just be like, "All right, I got to save face a little bit." Yeah, yeah I, I was, was the best he came up with. Like, it. Yeah, it's, I was tricked. It's like that makes you look like an even bigger idiot. How are yeah. you tricked? <laughs> also, why would gamers trick you? Yeah, you I mean, I, even... I guess to make. You didn't even vet your information. Like, yes, no, no, well, that's it. It's just like, if we're being serious here, then it's like, dude, you were trying, you were, you were lobbying to replace the ESRB and you can't even vet a video game is about zombies when it's called Stubbs the Zombie. How did you, (laughs) how were you planning on setting up your own rating board? His name is Stubbs. (laughs) For fuck's sake. That's what what I call my uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Common mistake. Yeah. Anyway, the addition of human-on-human feasting in games were saved, and cannibalism would carry on to be in Fallout 3, New Vegas, Mm -hmm. Prototype, Mm -hmm. Red Dead Redemption, Mm -hmm. Skyrim, Dark Souls, Telltale's The Walking Dead, GTA 5, and much, much more without blowback. So happy Halloween, everyone. So they kind of got into it, but let's just let's just go. Cannibalism lives on. Zombie, for lack of a better term, zombieism is not cannibalism. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Become right. something else. Yeah, yeah. Because you're no longer human. human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're not technically eating your own species. Also, it's not like zombies are like. I think I'll have. You can't a, even eat other zombies yeah, and stubs the zombie. I think I'll. I think I'll have a human today. It's a. <laughs> it's like a base instinct. That's nah. the whole point of yeah, zombie that's fiction. It. <laughs> that's yeah. it. You're survive. Like, yeah, you're like literally a half step away from saying like, well, does animals eating humans is that cannibalism? Is anything eating humans cannibalism? Then hey, at, like, at least in in like in fear was the only one that did have a. Well, no, he was a he was a human with powers. Yeah. eating another human. Yeah, I mean, I could see That's a lot of more of focus being put I mean, into fear because he's yeah. just like this stark raving mad person, like killing a guy yeah. in cold blood and then ch- like eating him. Like that makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, don't make even, that the focal point. <laughs> don't even exactly. get me started on Christian mythology <laughs> and how cannibalism is used in like to symbolize like demonic presence. Because demons eat humans, and like fear is clearly about a <laughs> demonic fucking presence. Ah, I don't see anybody going. <laughs> Maybe we should ban uh, Francisco Goya's uh, Saturn devouring his child. That's literally a giant dude like peeling off the flesh. Like it's oh, like yeah, a, that like painting a, is haunting. It, no, it is. It's terrifying. <laughs> but it's like oh, no one, no one's going after that. That's cannibalism. Unless no, you count gods. Not that's because that's not for kids. Even though video games aren't for kids, it's like kids don't show an interest in Saturn devouring his child, but they show interest in Stubbs the Zombie. So I guess we have to go after that. I think. um... Oh, also, last note I have here, and this just this came up like um, uh, 
uh, two days ago uh, that Stubbs the Zombie is free on the Epic Store until October 21st. So Yeah, I downloaded it. I'm yeah, going to play it again. Yeah, I, yeah, I downloaded it today. <laughs> I don't know rolls. when the fuck that special edition thing Wait, is hold on. coming yeah, out. Yeah, bad news to all okay, the listeners because there's no way you're hearing what this in final? time. No, hold on. So it's the 17th. 18th is Monday. 19th. Okay, so this episode comes out on Wednesday. Yeah. If you're li- if you were listening to it on the day it comes out <laughs> yeah. or the day after, well, no, actually, because the day it comes out, download Stubbs. It rules if you haven't yeah. already. Also, play Fear. Yeah, Fear's yeah. great. Yeah. I, I, funny little anecdote Con- about the Fear. The console version's less so, but yeah, I like actually one and two. But... Funny anecdote about Fear. Uh, it was one of the very first PC ga- games I got. It was when, beefy. Same. When I uh, mm-hmm. when I got my my P- my first PC when I was like a teenager, like my first real PC. You no, know, we we sharing we're all sharing the exact same story. That was like when my my the uh, first computer yeah, I that went was to, not a, like a not family computer that was mine. Yeah, was, like, I went to game. I went to like a convention, and I built my first computer mm-hmm. in two thousand and five. That was my computer, not the family computer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the first game I downloaded on it was Fear. I yep. d- yeah, I downloaded the demo because apparently. Oh yeah, no, the, I downloaded the demo. There was a and single then it, player demo and a multiplayer demo, and, and people were using them as benchmarks. This is pre-crisis, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and yeah. it was so it was like once I saw that what I had was could handle it, I was like, I need this fucking game. I haven't never played yeah. Fear because the demo didn't run too well, and then the 360 version also didn't run too yeah, well. Yeah, the so. 360 version. You wasn't. know, that game was for me actually because yeah, so I didn't build my own uh, computer until 2013 because I got a laptop when yeah. I went to Stevens, right. but my first the game that I played when I first built it was. Crisis because that game okay, had stuck yeah. with me as like the game that'll you know. See, Austin, I thought you were gonna say because it, it was scary and it's like playing that game with headphones on, like an inch away from oh, your yeah. monitor. It's the fact. We, yes. Then, also, two I'm is a- also great, except for the that ending. But uh, and then three, me and you caught together, yep. which is just an action game. Three, yes. Uh, it's- yeah, I'm also a pussy, so I didn't play Fear because it's too scary. <laughs> but uh, for that and th- condemn that studio for was three is great. For three. For three is the great. Three. Yeah. Listen, yeah. they're doing the co- anything. Okay. The co-op. The, co- I'm the big, co-op is fun. Cool logo. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen, Mr. Resident Evil 6 is not that bad. <laughs> I agree with you. Right. But there is something to, like, the horror franchises of the early 2000s. Yeah, your dead space. That transitioned and... into co-op action games. Yeah. Resident Evil 5 is, like, the worst that, one. Yeah, no, you're right. Because F- Fear 3 is not scary, but it is a fun action game. As is Resident Evil 6, as is Dead Space 3. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, all yeah. things considered, Fear 3 was actually we had a, pretty fun. We had a good time. Also, yeah, a yeah. lot of cannibalism in all those games. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine you... if these people were around when oh. Dead Space came out? <laughs> oh, those are not zombies. What the fuck are they? But <laughs> they're eating humans. Yo, one shot from two of the needle going into the eye, and people just start throwing up in the audience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. funny. Great. Funny little addition <laughs> to my previous story about Fear being one of the first games I owned on my own PC. Oh, yeah. World of Warcraft was also one of the first games, uh, the uh, vanilla. You didn't classic. need as powerful as a computer for that. The undead race <laughs> yeah. in that game has a racial ability where you cannibalize oh, a corpse. Oh, shit. I forgot to that. To recharge your, your health. <laughs> wow. Is, yeah. I just thought of that when we were That's talking good. about That's good. That's a good way to go out because that, that actually mechanically ties into the game. <laughs> right. Actually, yeah. It's, called, it's devour. Yeah. yeah. You devour, and it, once you kill someone, you like can do it. Like the Down song. Pretty, remember that? Why'd you ruin oh, it? <laughs> That's what I do. I'm a ruiner, dude. Mm, well, another good game. Un- ruiner. Yeah. Yeah. Ruiner's awesome. Yeah. Lots of cannibalism. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
All right. It's too sad. Not enough, for actually. Not plugs. enough. I was gonna, I'm trying to think. It's just like, this has got to be the only time we'll ever talk. Because there's like, there's not cannibalism in games really at all. Unless like, it's like notorious for it. But there's no games notorious for it at all. No, that's why they need, they needed a hot bullet point, man. That's no, you I guys served it. your purpose. Because you brought up Saturn devouring his child, which is why I wanted you here. <laughs> and you brought up WoW, which is why I wanted you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I thought, I thought you were going to say after. <laughs> I think going to say after I have no mouth. Because we got, we got to talk about cannibalism. Two weeks in a row. Let, let, less so in that, but it was just like, you're, that, that's why I, this will probably be the you know uh, what? The closure good, of that book for the show. I, You know what? I you know, I just realized he's right. We lead just covered a game that, well, not features cannibalism in the game. Not but explicitly, it's, but it's a but element it's of me- Heavily it's a, implied. Yeah. yeah it's it's a, a plot element. Yeah. Uh, but then right. again, nobody probably played that game, so. Well. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming. Yes. I'm going to end. A fun time. I'm going <laughs> to stick around after the credits. I'm going to end with a Stubbs the Zombie song because yeah. I have to. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. We mentioned a whole bunch of episodes. You can go back and listen to those on the mm-hmm. ESA, the ESRB. Both the, are parts of I Have No Mouth. I Have No Mouth. Yeah. Uh, I Have No Mouth, by the way. way. Thank you. The start well, of our. Well, I, thank Matt. <laughs> I Have No Mouth, the start of our 2021 Halloween spooktacular. Yeah. Uh, which we also have one from 2019 and 2020. So we're coming up on 12 Halloween-themed episodes. Holy if, shit. If you want to go wow. listen to some spooky shit since it's the month of October right now, download yeah. Stubbs if you're hearing this and it's still free. <laughs> yes. Uh, but you can listen to our podcast. Play everything on all that. these episodes. Play everything on that list they put out. It's, it's, it's all great, yeah. yeah. Uh, hotbuttoncast.com is our website. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever the fuck else you listen to podcasts. And come back next week for one last, uh, yeah. And follow our social media for the year on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at hotbuttoncast. Keep an eye out for other Halloween themed episodes coming in October, anniversary shit coming in November, and game Game of of the the year year shit coming in December. Oh, fuck. But so, thank you. So much to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, actually, with this, you'll actually now have the the twelve episodes of Nilfmas because you got twelve. You got twelve. Uh, twelve uh, Halloween episodes. Did you say Milf? Nilf. Nilfmas. Yeah. Nilf. No. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no. No. The twelve games of Nilfmas are a much, much different thing. We can't end on that. Are you ready? And yet we Wait, are. no. I'm going to end on this. Very off-color joke. We did the opposite of Milf Miss. We did a guy game episode. Oh, I am not high-fiving you. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs> Call my baby lollipop, tell you why Her kiss is sweeter than apple pie And when she does a shaky rockin' dance Man, I haven't got a chance I call her lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop Lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop Lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop Sweeter than candy on a stick Huckleberry, cherry, or lime If you had a choice, she'd be your pick But lollipop, 
is mine. Lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop. Crazy way she thrills me. Tell you why? Just like a lightning from the sky. She loves to kiss me till I can't see straight. Gee, my lollipop is great. I call her lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop. Lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop, lollipop.